0: Welcome to the Classy Ring Attire Podcast. I'm Joel. I'm Chris. And it's time to get classy. Let's do it. And so it's it's we're into the new year. Yes, we are in
1: 2018. Uh, we have our Classies pick, and yes. we will get into that. But first, we do want to talk about Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. This is like the most that we'll, like, especially right off the top, like starting the show, this is the most we'll probably talk about, you know, outside WWE, NXT.
0: So... For those, but, of, but, but for this, those is, this is the classy episode. We'll go say this right. is the classy episode. Our classies will be yes. uh later so, in the episode. S- but but stay tuned for this. Like
1: don't like fast forward through this. Because if you like if you are a WWE exclusive type of fan, this is a like Russell Kingdom is always a good entry point for yes. everybody else. Because you got a mix of like independent guys, a lot, you know, obviously a lot of Ring of Honor guys as well. Mm-hmm. And
0: it's just a good sample of what of how good wrestling can be outside Yeah, WWE. a lot of people talk about, like, oh, this is New Japan's Wrestlemania. And it is, but mm. also in a lot of ways, it's indie wrestling's Wrestlemania. Yeah. Like, like it's... Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of guys. Plus, it's also the biggest show, just in general, that's not in a WWE show. Yeah. no, nah, absolutely. Um, and, and Specifically
1: so- this one, because, like, they had their, their largest audience in, like, 15 years mm-hmm. in the crowd. I think they said 40,000?
0: It was a ton thirty eight to forty thousand I believe is it's, what it's it's kind were. of crazy to like watch mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. one and then watch New Year's Dash back to back and just like Yeah just building size
1: difference and you're like Well sure you and again the- that's that's kind of a smart thing with, with New Japan. It's like that's the only time of the year that they ever tried to, you know, sell out a building of that size and the mm-hmm. rest of it is just, you know, tiny places that look jam packed. Yeah. You know, it's like that's I don't know, it's kind of smart. Um so we've both seen Wrestle Kingdom. Russell Kingdom. Um, like, this is the fastest we've both watched Wrestle Kingdom yeah. ever. Uh, I mean, you know, honestly, a lot that's thanks to, you know, Omega, Jericho, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, when you got guys like that that we know that our audience, you know, has heard of, yeah. then it's like, well, you know, we kind of have to watch it now. Well, <laughs> and,
0: and part of it is um, just New Japan has knocked it so consistently out of the park sure. over the past year. Mm-hmm. Um and, and so, going into this one, th- there's a lot of, you know, hype built up to it. Um, yeah. I, I guess we should start with, how did you like it? How did you feel I the show?
1: I loved it. Um, Just, you know, it doesn't necessarily, you know, live up to or best Wrestle Kingdom 11. Mm-hmm. And again, I feel like that's almost impossible because well, Wrestle Kingdom 11 was just lightning in a
0: bottle. Yeah. Um. But and, and and I feel like a lot of it is just, just because, you know, there, there's so much hype built mm-hmm. up for this one. Wrestle Kingdom as a name. Yeah. You know, if, if you're talking about, oh, the G1's happening, there's still a lot of like, well, what's that? I don't know. <laughs> but like Wrestle Kingdom. Or for like diehard
1: wrestling fans, you just realize like, oh, I'm about to watch probably too much wrestling in the span of like a month. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Um, But like, so Wrestle Kingdom is the name that is leaked into... Wrestling's yeah. public conscious, mm. um, and the fact that New Japan has just been firing on all cylinders for a year now. Yeah, I mean more than, but like mainstream for a year. Yeah, and there's this anticipation of like they're gonna find new cylinders to fire on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. I don't feel like there is any possibility of anything living up to. I feel like the hype that was. Yeah. Going into. Yeah. Wrestle Kingdom 12. That being said, I feel like it did its darndest. It did fantastic.
1: Yeah. I mean it. By and large, it blew most of WWE as far as, like, actual, like, wrestling matches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, the shows that they put together, it blew most of that out of the water. Yeah. You know, production-wise, yeah, is always going to be king, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, overall show quality, like, the matches make up for any sort of other faults that you might find right? in those shows. Um, and just, you know, just the grandest of the Tokyo Dome, mm-hmm. you know? And even watching the, uh, you know... Uh, um, the i forget what they called it the the pre-show
0: rumble or whatever the, they yeah the yeah. rumble
1: and you got all these guys coming out of like a dugout. it's like oh right this is a giant baseball stadium like this seems huge even for that yeah um it's just i don't know it's just something that's just so impressive about these shows these wrestle kingdom shows and just well, finding out finding ways to
0: kind of like best and, and part of it is last one. wwe um has the audience as part of the spectacle. Yeah. Like, you have... I mean, WrestleMania in these football stadiums where you have huge camera shots of just, like, going over the crowd, crowd, and, and, crowd and crowd and crowd. Um, and Kingdom is not like that. No, and, and I was talking to Heather about it, and it's like, mm-hmm. even... Like, Ra- I remember going to Raw for the first time and being shocked and like, this feels so small. Yeah. Because they do such a good job of making every building they're in seem massive mm-hmm. um, and the crowd seeming huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and you go to it live and you're like, why is, you know, this entire level tarped off? Yeah. And you're like, oh, because that happens a lot, yeah. but I don't see it because of creative yeah. um, Yeah. And that's entirely different, mm-hmm. like you said, for for the Tokyo Dome, except for every now and there's like one one shot. Right. And it just blows you away. And it's usually like, you know,
1: when the stream is about, well, the stream has just gone live and they, but they haven't actually started like the production yet. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a hard cam that just shows you everybody. And like the lights are still kind of up and you're just like, holy crap. Even, you know, before the, the pre, the pre-show rumble thing, you know, it wasn't nearly as full as it was about to be.
0: Um, a lot of really incredible things, and part mm-hmm. of it is um, going into this one, this show, as I, I feel like this, for better or for worse, was a big introduction for a lot of people. Yeah, it, it had to be an an opportunity, a moment for a lot of people who have been on the fence to say, mm-hmm. "Let me give this a try." Just
1: like how, like, Wrestle Kingdom Nine was an entry point. It was an entry point for me, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of it was like, like, Jr. is coming out of retirement for. This match in Japan, or for this uh, this show in Japan, and I was like, all right, that's interesting. I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll yeah. see. I'll see what it's about. Because you know, and also, you know, I you, we read so many people on you know Reddit and online and everything just hyping up this show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I feel like I have to watch it. So I watched it like the next day, and blown away. And that's how I became a huge Nakamura Mark. Yeah. And and it was just impressive. You well,
0: know? and I think there's a lot of Stuff, you know, and again, I don't know how much of it's intentional, but we talked about yeah. like the Chris Jericho thing. Yeah. Um, is a nice, you know, stepping point for like people who are, you know, just getting in. Mm-hmm. Um, putting the Young Bucks on top of the show. Yeah. Or, you know, top of the show after the Rumble, I guess. Oh, well, yeah. But putting the Young Bucks on there. So that's a thing we're like, I've heard that again and again right. and again. Mm-hmm. This was probably a lot of people's first Young Bucks match. Yep. Um, they acted like they were doing a <laughs> showcase of like, you know of this is why you've heard this name a lot right
1: and then on top of that that also gets uh it gets a lot of eyes on an incredibly young new team with rapungi 3k mm-hmm. so it's great exposure for them as well yeah you know and um, it's, it's just one of the things where it's just like you feel good for the entire like new japan roster because yeah. you've got so many new eyes on them and it just builds you know everybody's Interest yep. in, oh, in their I, talent. I yeah. feel
0: Cody did the same thing where it's right. like it's a nice like oh that's a guy that I know yeah. Um, and last
1: year it was like oh you remember you remember that weird like CJ dude that <laughs> like you know was a hippie and NXT and everything. Well now he's Juice Robinson and he's way more interesting and better. I, I will say it's it did take me a good solid like I know that guy <laughs> yeah because he doesn't seem like the same dude Mm-mm. you know he's entirely different demeanor yeah. Uh, it did take me well. I was about to say. I was about to say. It took me a second to recognize David Boyd Smith Jr., but that's his name. So of course, yeah. And, he, and the fact that he was, you know, literally his ring gear was like <laughs> the, late the stages giant flag. Well, yeah. The, well, the just the rolled up pants, the rolled up jeans. Like the, it was like super late uh, career of British Bulldog. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't, I don't really like his partner though. <laughs> but that's a whole different thing. Um a couple
0: of points um mm-hmm. to, to go through um I was telling you before that um commentary yeah felt and again this, so this this is a very you know narrow line to walk because part of it was like I sure would like I, I feel like I need somebody to hold my hand a little bit more right yeah um because I mean
1: I, you know you're, a lot of people not a lot but there are plenty of people who have complained specifically about Don Callis Mm-hmm. um I believe that's his name i'm yeah sure i'm running with it uh um, <laughs> a lot of people have complained about his commentary. he just seems a little too cool for school mm-hmm. you know and you know give the guy credit he did take a bump in that omega match yeah you know but uh kevin kelly i think he is yeah i think he does a really great job um but yeah i think you just you need you need a, another you need a color guy that's gonna you know add uh, so a little bit more
0: part of it is and you know when i say like oh i need you to mm-hmm. hold my hand more to this commentary is a dangerous thing to to tread into because that's the biggest complaint about or not the biggest but one of the big complaints about WWE yeah. is constant reminders of like this storyline is you know happening sure. because of these things you're like i know i was also watching 5 minutes <laughs> right. ago i don't need you to tell me yeah. about that part um and but
1: i'm assuming i but you would have liked it if they did that a little bit more with Wrestle Kingdom, it would probably would have been beneficial because, like we said, there were so many new eyes on it. Right. So you've got all of these, uh, like the video packages and everything that are all in Japanese with no English subtitles or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these these you know new eyes are just you know kind of lost during the, these segments.
0: Well, and some of it is like I, I don't have any specific points where I can point to, like oh, they didn't translate this, and I wish they would have because I was yeah. lost here. Um, because there's a lot of things where somebody's cutting a promo, and I'm like, I don't know what they're saying, but I know this demeanor. Yeah, <laughs> they're happy or they're not happy. Sure. Or... Yeah,
1: I and mean, there's some things in wrestling that are kind of universal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you know, also credit to a ton of the wrestlers there. Um, especially in the Gauntlet match, um, there was a lot yeah. of like, oh, I I see what these rivalries are. Yeah, I see you know mm-hmm. these characters instantly.
1: Yeah. Um. And again it is, could be it could be so much worse. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do I need to remind you the year that they had Yoshitatsu on commentary? That's the one thing. That's the one stain on the AJ Styles Nakamura match is well, that you had Yoshi just giving you a
0: wow. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, but but Yoshitatsu had to be there to be like this is what they're saying in Japanese. Yeah but you also had Matt Striker who's trying to be a
1: professional and kept throwing it to Yoshi yes. to include him and Yoshi was like and and, mm-hmm. and Striker's like for anyone who is listening Yoshi is
0: shaking his head no <laughs> so i and I, I will say he he did not do his job as a color commentator he was the, he, yeah he was
1: there as a translator which is again which is beneficial mm-hmm But then they only have them, you know, contribute whatever they're saying. And you also –
0: you you have some things like, you know, you have this, you know, really heartfelt promo that ends the show. Right. uh, And you're like, okay, does – You've got to wait until somebody on Twitter or something – Well, does somebody on Commentator saying, like, oh, this is what he's saying, Mm -hmm. add to that or take away? And I think you'll have arguments for both. Yeah. Um, It
1: was like uh, the big – I don't know, almost like press conference thing that they did the day before, mm-hmm. you know, and they, like, would literally paw, like, the somebody who came out and spoke English would go and do their whole promo and then they would all sit there in the ring and wait until, you know, the Japanese translation's done. Yeah. You know, and, you know, of course, they didn't do that English because, again, why they don't have to because, you know, this is a Japanese, con- you yes. know, Uh um And, and one Japanese big company, thing, yeah. and,
0: to just jump to the end for a second and we'll we'll cover the two main events in more detail in yep. a moment. But there were issues with the ending, with you know, how the, the main event went, or or people have taken to complaining online, mm-hmm. which you know you can also take as like this is a sign that New Japan is, is here in our hearts and minds. We're complaining about the booking now. Right. Of all things, yeah. Um and, and part of it is that I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay. So I'm not the target audience for this. Sure, like sure they'd love me to watch it, and they're happy mm. to take my money, mm-hmm. but I am not the target audience. Their
1: target audience is people that they know is going to be there year round, right? You know, not just for these big these big events. Yeah,
0: right. And for better or for worse, what I'm looking for is WWE, but better. Right. Like I'm not exactly I'm not looking for something different. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for something better. Yeah. Um. Because a lot of what I like about wrestling is like. Oh, long storylines, mm-hmm. building payoff. Yeah, you know which you get from a weekly show. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE just tends to be really bad at it. Yes, um, and so there is some stuff like, oh, they're doing it this way. I don't like it, mm-hmm. but if this is, you know, I I don't feel like I can I have such a strong like you are doing it wrong, and you should be doing it this way mm-hmm. because I am coming at that from a I-want-WWE-but-better yeah. mentality, which is not necessarily what they're trying to do.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, again, it's just, you know, them just doing their own thing. and In a way, I kind of I respect that because, you know, they're still trying to carve their own path their own way, mm-hmm. you know, and not necessarily be WWE because you're not going to beat WWE at, at this game.
0: You well, know? and as, as much as and TNA I is this yeah. will-not-die-cockroach of sure. everything, they they are still a path of warning signs of mm-hmm. what happens when you try and be WWE yeah without WWE's resources is you're just you you're are just the directory to fail, DVD yeah. sequel right. to it um but there are two main matches
1: well i mean i well let's cover some of the other stuff cuz there are some points i want to make about the okay, other matches yeah, go ahead. uh first of all uh, Hiroki go Hiro excuse me Hiroki Goto uh he's growing on me okay um uh, I I enjoyed the the hair versus hair match a lot. Um even got a headbutt which made my skin crawl. <laughs> but in a way that Shibata did as well and I missed seeing him in the ring. So that felt like a nice little uh nod. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a better choice of words for that. Um and then uh the Cody versus Kota Ibushi match. Mm-hmm. Um and I just I just because, you know, I, I've i seen Cody's stuff here and there. I'll watch, you know, a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Um, but most of my, as far as, like, an independent reference for Cody was last year's Wrestle Kingdom. And it just, it, it feels night and day if you look at that Cody and this Cody. Yeah. It just feels like he's so much more comfortable in the independent scene than he was a year ago. Mm-hmm. And we've, you know, you can say all you want about his wrestling ability or lack thereof in some people's eyes, but as far as, like, character, he's one of the best. Yeah. As far as, like, when he finds a character and he goes all in, mm-hmm. you know, there's just almost a legendary amount of just determination to just completely be that character, Well, you know? And it feels like
0: he's hit that stride now. We, the die job helps, but, yeah, yeah like... I mean, in retrospect, hi- mm-hmm. having the ability of hindsight, if right. you look back on his entire WWE career... It's like his characters were picked via Mad Libs, right? Absolutely. And he committed to each and every one, mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, and, and any one of them, I'm like, I, I remember, I remember all of them yeah. fondly now. Yeah. Like, you know, Dashing and Cody Rhodes, masked Cody Rhodes, and, at th- and the mask thing, I thought was the dumbest thing in the world with the, the paper
1: bags and everything, and yet, <laughs> I found myself getting into it just because he was. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that I mean, that dude. Commits to character. God, he got a mustache over. Yeah, <laughs> like it's impressive. Um, so, it, 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 I don't know. It, it's when you when you've seen Cody hit that stride. Just given from what we've seen of him in the past, uh, you know he's he's found something. Yeah. Um, and it was it was super enjoyable to watch. Um, and then you move on to. I don't know. I I still haven't quite decided on what my match of the night is. yeah, it, it feels like you're at an ice cream shop and they're all your favorite <laughs> they're all your favorite flavors. Um but I really like the fatal four way for the junior heavyweight championship. Uh, and again, bias because that's the match that Marty Scrolls was in and I'm a giant Marty Skrull mark. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um but everybody just really showed, you know, showed off in in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um you know, uh I I I don't know. It was it was like flippy stuff, mat based stuff, you know, and it was just the pacing of it was really impressive. Yeah. You know? Um I don't know. I, I probably you know, again I would prefer to have Marty Scroll cat the, the championship, but you know, Takahashi's okay too, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um I still don't understand the cat. The oh, plush I, cat I, I have Daryl. No idea. <laughs> Although I did like the idea that he put a mask on it so that um oh, what's his name? The big the big dude from New Zealand that's in uh Bullet Club. I know a hundred Bad Luck, bad luck Yeah. <laughs> I like that he put a mask on Daryl so Bad Luck Fale wouldn't recognize him <laughs> and tear off his head again. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um and that's like just weird, stupid stuff that you would never Expect to get over. Yeah, but if if anything, New Day has shown us you can get anything over if you get you, anything if over. You commit to it. Um, so yeah, that might be my my match of the night. Um, Tanahashi and Jay White. It was okay. It was yep. good. Uh, I f- I felt like j- I felt like Jay White should have won that. I because he's introducing a new character. Yeah, you know, and it would have been. It would have been that much more impressive if he came in and he, you know. It's just like now, like even though John Cena's not really the top guy anymore, mm-hmm. he's still John Cena. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of how Tanahashi is at this point. And the guy's, you know, the, the character's trying to make a statement. That's how you make a statement. Yeah, but yeah. then again, you know, you still want him to build up to something.
0: And that, that again, um, falls under my, like, I, I have feelings on this booking. Yeah. But... I'm coming at it from I want WWE, but better. Sure. And 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 like and that might be something. And when you are putting out Wrestle Kingdom, where you know you you don't have Raw the next night and then yeah. SmackDown and then Raw the next week and then SmackDown, mm. maybe you need to do it this way to build, you know, to the next big event. Right. Yeah. That's fair. And and again, like I I feel so much. I mean. I shouldn't feel confident in, like, armchair booking anything because I'm an idiot hiding behind a mic right. on an audio podcast. Yeah. But I feel so much more confident armchair booking WWE and being like, you did this wrong in this building than I do for New Japan. Yeah. Like, and, and maybe, you know, if, if they continue down this trajectory a year's time, two years, three years' time, I can sit here just as confidently yeah. and be like, this is wrong and this is wrong. And yeah.
1: But not yet. <laughs> That's fair. Um. I believe that's all like the undercard, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh then you got uh you got Omega and Jericho. It was uh, just a
0: fun match. That's that's my match of the night for me pretty easily. Yeah. Um which also technically makes it match of the year. Just <laughs> Yeah, already, Yeah. Um so we we have this instance um where we we had the this, you know, mm-hmm. major mega match you know, and and you can almost point to this Okada Omega match from Wrestle Kingdom eleven, mm-hmm. uh, and talk about like not just Wrestle Kingdom eleven puts them on a match, but literally pinpoint it to this one match. Yeah, um, these guys, this rivalry mm-hmm. has carried you know interest in New Japan through three matches throughout throughout a year. Yeah. Um. So, but because this rivalry and these two guys. Is what's over mm-hmm. in a big way. This is them both individually putting themselves on on the platform of you know in front of these eyeballs for yeah. the first time. Um, so in some weird way, this match almost feels more star-making for Kenny Omega yeah. than the last year one. Yeah. Um. Because again, it's like Wrestle Kingdom
1: Eleven got the buzz flowing about. Omega, mm-hmm. um, and more Omega than Okada for some, at least here in the states. Like it yeah. felt like more people were talking about Omega mm-hmm. than Okada, and I'm like, y- it took two guys. Like you should be buzzed about both of them because they both did an amazing job. Yeah, but that's a whole other point. Um, but the buzz got going then, and so now it's got to the point where when the Jericho thing happened, you had more fans that were like, Yeah, I heard of that guy, mm-hmm. but he's fighting Jericho now, so now I'm gonna watch. Yeah, you know. Um,
0: um th- this match, I don't know, just so much clicked for me.
1: Yeah, and th- I feel like this is the heel character that Jericho has been wanting to do for a while. Jericho looked like he was having the time of his life. For, like, a variety of reasons you can't do in WWE. Mm-hmm. So, now he just, he doesn't have any restraints anymore. Yeah. So, you've you got, like, just... Even the stuff with red shoes and his son (laughs) was amazing. Like just push red shoes over. I didn't even know his son was a young boy. Yeah, but his son came over to check on him, and then Jericho immediately puts the young boy in the the uh, walls of Jericho. Like this is such a good jerk heel.
0: Um, this is okay. So this is the best Jericho match I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and and part of it is so, Mm -hmm. um, Jericho comes out. Jericho does not look as toned as he ew, has recently, ew. and that's
1: so a, I'll, I'll go ahead and go out on a limb and say that's this about as tubby of a Jericho <laughs> as we've
0: seen in a while, or ever. But but he came, but like once it but he started, he worked great. He yeah. was ring ready, and com- compared to what he did at Wrestle Kingdom to even his stuff with mm-hmm. um with AJ, mm-hmm. where like it just felt like he was struggling to yeah. stay even close to AJ's but he look, level,
1: but. In his in his feud with AJ, he seemed like
0: he was in much better shape than he looked in Wrestle Kingdom. And Jericho, I, th- I think Jericho, as a person, yeah, like is built to be a fat guy at this stage in his life. Sure, and just through sheer workout and determination, is not and
1: just you know, res- like wrestling on a regular basis for mm-hmm. a number of for that long, he just you know kind of toned back down.
0: But well, part of it is wwe is going for a certain look it's got that that adonis thing yeah and i think it's very possible that jericho working and aiming and shooting for that wwe look
2: Mm -hmm.
0: is not as you know yeah and it's not a healthy thing because he's clearly an amazingly healthy man at all points in his life forever Sure, but aiming for that look doesn't put him in good as what good ring shape as getting to do what he did for this match which he was incredible ring shape. Um, yeah, I mean he went toe to toe with Kenny Omega. They they mm-hmm. pulled out all the stops,
1: kind of like yeah, you know, uh, like a Cassie's Ono. You know mm-hmm. they had him like get like really skinny in his earlier NXT FCW days, and you know, and he wrestled fine. And then you know they release him, and he immediately puts all the weight back on, yep. and he still wrestles just as good, mm-hmm. if not better.
0: Um, but I, I think that. If if W or if New Japan continues to expand into America mm-hmm. um with and, and they seem to be, they have a United States title yeah. now. Held by a Canadian, but okay. <laughs> only been held by a Canadian. Held by a Canadian, being challenged for by a Canadian, like yeah. but it's not like WWE. I mean they they they've
1: had him face against other guys and, yeah. from the United States, but Kenny Meg is still the <laughs> only one who's uh, hold held it, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, but but then again they WWE had Johnny Gargano fight for the UK championship so yeah. it happens um
0: i just this this match has done so much to put Kenny Omega as yeah. an ambassador for this company yeah um and i just i this and again This feels almost sacrilegious to say, considering the three matches he had last year. Yeah. But this feels like the biggest star making performance for Kenny Omega to date.
1: Yeah. It was, this is definitely the biggest platform he has been on. And he didn't fail to, like, he just still delivered. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's the biggest takeaway from, you know, the last year of Kenny Omega is like, you know, he was in such a high pressure situation at Wrestle Kingdom 11. Mm -hmm. Like, we were just talking about that. Like, this was a year where, you know, Tanahashi wasn't in the, the last match. Uh, Nakamura wasn't even on the show because he was in WWE. Yep. And so they were really taking a chance with Okada and Omega, you know. More so Omega probably than Okada. Because, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, Okada still had the belt, like, forever.
0: <laughs> um, He'd held it for close to six months at the point. that point, I think.
1: I think so. Um, and just the fact that they delivered in such an amazing fashion. Yeah. And then, you know, Omega kept delivering no matter who the match was. Like it could have been you know, even with Okada or just anybody. Omega mm-hmm. delivered the yep. entire year. Mm-hmm. You know. The guy like, you know, we you know, he, he has so many like terminator references, <laughs> but the dude is machine.
0: Yeah. You know. I mean, and and he is he he has yet to go wrong and and this match again is just like a, a example of everything good that's to be said about this guy. I mean, like um,
1: New Japan's, they I don't know, they I don't want to say they lucked out, but they've kind of lucked out with Kenny Omega. Oh, they absolutely have. The guy could make as much money as he wanted anywhere else. Oh, if he voiced
0: any interest in WWE, they'd snatch him up in a heartbeat. They'd be I crazy would not to. to. They would have to. Um, um, so the fact that he is interested mm-hmm. in staying in New Japan, in building New Japan, in dedicating his time and his house yeah. to... This and company,
1: and honestly, like I don't, I could be wrong in this, but I don't think New Japan has ever like offered him like a big, long term deal or anything. Because usually, like they only do like a one year deal for most of their guys right. until recently. Um, but if I was New Japan, I would, especially now that they're expanding, I would lock him down. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: well, and also, you know, in all fairness, Chris Jericho has lived out this portion of his career as yeah. the guy that puts over the other guys. Sure. So, like Chris Jericho. Is coming in and you're like, oh, I'm beyond confident that Chris Jericho isn't walking away with this title. Uh, yeah, there was like, not a
1: moment during that entire match at Wrestle Kingdom 12 where I thought Jericho was going to win.
0: Well, but it, I got to the point where I didn't care anymore. But but it it's it's like those you know Undertaker matches where you're like, not a moment of, of doubt in my mind. Right. but they're still putting on yeah. this match and it's incredible and and it has a handful of like breath catches where you're like.
1: Oh, that pin was closed. They still, yeah, they where they still got you for a little Uh bit, yeah. Um, And they tried, like they they even had you know they had Kenny Blade and everything. Mm -hmm. They had some really, just really bad chair shots. Not bad as in like bad quality, but just like bad as an ouch. Yeah. (laughs) Um.
0: So then in the main event,
1: Okada and Naito. Yes. Which you know uh, they had the impossible task of following Okada Omega last year, and then you know.
0: (laughs) Omega and Jericho this year. So like. all right, so I, I guess it's, it's fair to put a spoiler alert on this one because people don't necessarily watch Wrestle Kingdom live. Yeah. Um so real quick spoiler alert. I guess I feel like we're kinda late on that. <laughs> have we said who won this match technically?
1: No, alright, we have well we've like ruined other matches, I think.
0: I know, but this is the main well, event.
1: No, I don't think we ever really mentioned who won any of these matches no, except for the except, last one. Except for
0: the last one. Okay. Um if you care, I guess. Um but again it's wrestling and it feels weird yeah. to put spoilers on it. But spoiler alert. Yeah, Okada uh, wins. Okada wins. Um, Okada, uh, Okada wins lol. <laughs> okay, and so Cuz that fine. was the thing cuz that's used to be Tanahashi's thing. Well, the, and that's what people are complaining about. Is, yeah. is, is this was the moment for Naito to win and Okada is now the John Cena of New Japan and I agree with all of that. Yeah. But again, but Okada is so good though. I feel scared and uncomfortable agreeing with it yeah, because like- that's the thing like yeah
1: I guess you could complain that this was probably Naito's moment mhm because uh, yeah obviously he
0: deserves it um but I feel so much less comfortable being like I don't know what story you're trying to tell right. I I feel so much more along for the ride here yeah, than sure. I do watching WWE
1: I just like I I can understand if you're complaining that it was like you know that like again it was Naito's moment and everything but you can't go wrong with Okada. Yeah. Like I will I will the say the guy <laughs> can back it up. Like I like you're if someone is, you know, if someone here has the the gall to sit here and be like, now you deserve it because Okada's the worst
0: <laughs> I would laugh at their I'm face. Confused. Like, come on. I, I will say You can't go wrong with that guy. A couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um having these two matches back to back. Does make a pretty good argument for a cooldown match between your co-main events. Yeah, because it took me a while to get into yeah. this one because I was still, you know. But then again, like you know,
1: they didn't have one last year, and then in last year, Naito and uh, Tanahashi was also a
0: you know match the contender mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Yeah, you know, with no in between. But I realized like we're about ten minutes into this match, and I'm still yeah. focused on yeah Omega and you still haven't caught your breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we'll say didn't like the rainmaker i made this point last year yeah i didn't and and part of what was so good about mm-hmm. last year was the way that the rainmaker was sold he yeah. had like three failed rainmakers mm-hmm. and then when he hit it there was this big like moment that i'm like i don't care that it's a close line right. it's a rainmaker and then i didn't in okada
1: get, omega 2 i think he did a lot of rainmakers
0: mm-hmm. i i never got that moment this year the rainmaker was always just like that's we're all agreeing that's a clothesline <laughs> like, right. I don't know why his clothesline is better than everybody else's
1: I don't know but yeah his drop kicks are are so much more impressive than mm-hmm. anything else he does yep. you know it's like why isn't that his finisher like yep. yeah it's just a drop kick but look how pretty it is mm-hmm. you know? but that
0: that feels like and it's it's like the Daniel Bryan moment with his first running knee you have seen him where you're like that has to be a finisher yeah. like I've never seen that move before in my life but it. <laughs> I don't know how it doesn't finish this match Sure, and yeah Okada's um, Dropkick. Dropkick feels like that a lot more than the Rainmaker does.
1: Yeah. Or just like any time get, anyone gets kicked by Ibushi. Yeah.
0: Like, like yeah. Like, how are you going to walk from that? Like, how are you going to breathe? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, that having been said, mm-hmm. I don't know how you walk away from this match not wanting to follow yeah. both of these guys. And
1: maybe, like, and I'm sure, like, one of our listeners that have actually, like, followed, you know, New Japan for a while can tell us if Okada... I, I don't, I'm assuming Okada was a heel at some point because otherwise why is the booker his manager? Yeah. Yeah. The guy who books all of new Japan and everyone knows, you know, he does, Mm -hmm. uh, Gato. Yeah. Gato. Um, but if they haven't gone that route, that's the perfect, you know, transition to a heel character.
0: (laughs) The fact that he's managed by the booker, like, are we getting to the moment of this would be the perfect time to turn Okada heel? Have we gotten to that point in his career? But I'm thinking back of like all the matches he's had about,
1: had with Tanahashi and I'm, I really want to say he was heel at that point, but I'm not confident in yeah. that, you know, because this is when, yeah you know, that, that was when I was super young in my, you know, Japanese wrestling appreciation. Yeah. You know.
0: Um, but overall, it was just a fun show. I mean, show. all in all, like, the, there's not, if, if you point to any match yeah. on there and go, that's my favorite match of the night, I, I can't laugh at you.
1: No, not at all. Um. Except for the Rumble match. That was just weird. See, and I, I, don't, I,
0: like, I don't like pinfalls in my in my. I'm so Rumble okay matches. with this. The, I, I enjoyed it the past few years. I'm like, that just feels like such a good, good pre-show yeah, thing. It, that's fair. That, that feels like what the pre-show should be. Also, it, I, it's a unique match specific yeah. to the pre-show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got a lot of the fun and excitement. It, it builds a lot of hype for the show. Um, WWE has yeah. been doing pre-shows for years now, and they've 99% of the time mm. been terrible.
1: Although I, I, I do it like I just randomly going back to like other matches in it for a second. Um, I, th- I believe it was the that gauntlet match we were talking about, like the three man teams, the mm-hmm. never open weight three man, yep. whatever. One of the first teams to come out there was War Machine with Michael Elgin. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure by now a lot of people have heard like all the allegations going on about Michael Elgin and everything and just how much everyone hates him now. <laughs> and rightfully so because apparently the guy is a dirtbag. Yeah. It's just. The amount of content seeing like War Machine having to wrestle with him <laughs> as they walked down the aisle was like, Oh, I could feel like the tension. None of them want to be there with each other. Yeah. Being good for them because War Machine apparently has signed with WWE. <laughs> so we've got guys who heavy Heavy Machinery's, they, they better just yeah. hope that they stay employed because mm-hmm. War Machine's amazing and they're kind of got this, not the same gimmick, but they're just two giant dudes not. that can wrestle. Different. No, <laughs> you're not different. It's like I can't say that they're the same gimmick, but I can't say they're different gimmicks. I mean, if they want to keep doing with like, if they want to keep going with like the three man teams, mm-hmm. uh, just have uh Killian Dane leave Sanity and join them because he fits right in with them, <laughs> like does. costume and all.
0: He absolutely does. You're f- you're completely right.
1: Um, um, and also speaking of just you know, carry on from that point. War Machine. Dave melzer has pretty much confirmed War Machine signed up with WWE, and so it's um. Uh, Ricochet mm-hmm. and uh, Johnny Gargano's wife Candice LeRae. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. know about that one. She was on the most recent uh, NXT tapings like, yesterday. Okay, so as his wife, as her own character, I mean, they're just still calling her Candice LeRae. Okay, but uh, WWE has acknowledged that they're married. Cause okay, they said it a few times in the May Young Classic. So yeah, there you go. All right. So,
0: but yeah, it's it's he has an answer for Selena Vega <laughs> in the championship match. So there you go. Uh, the. the... The big thing is this is still like like even if you can't point to it and be like it's top eleven. Sure. Um it's it's a knockout of the park. Yeah, absolutely. Um it it shows that they are not a lightning in the bottle company. Right. They are like how we say like with WWE, WrestleMania should
1: be your show of the year. Yes. Like, anytime it's be... not, shame on you. Right. And so far, like New Japan. Makes this their show of the year. Mm -hmm. And that's not saying, because, and that's saying, like, it's saying a lot because the rest of their shows are incredible. Yeah. But for some reason, like, they find a new gear for New Japan and, like, across Mm -hmm. the board. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, you you couldn't go wrong with picking any of these matches. So, with that said, we need to dive into our classies. Yes. Uh, Wow, we talked a lot about Wrestle Kingdom than I thought we were. (laughs) I am so
0: proud of us. This is mostly we've talked about. A foreign wrestling company. <laughs> that being said, let me tell you why WWE won all of the glasses. <laughs> not me.
1: Okay. So, um, we do have our friend uh, Chip, who was on the podcast like eight episodes ago now. Yeah. And his wife, Four Christine, who will be on her own podcast with us at some point, whether she likes it or not. Yes. Okay. So, we've got our male superstar of the year. Uh, both Chippenstein, uh, picked AJ. Okay. They also, they're, they're WWE centric. So all their stuff is going to be WWE. Okay. So, um, for me, I, I pick Kenny Omega. Yeah. Yeah. Like again, like we said, like he's become an ambassador for, uh, for a foreign Mm -hmm. wrestling promotion. and has brought it to the United States and it's bigger than ever. Yes. Mostly a lot of it thanks to him because he's just an entry point for a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and that, and all, like, if you look at his matches, the guy was having an unbelievable no, year. No,
0: it's, it's it's a perfectly good pick. It's like, and part of it is like, he, so much of this year, mm-hmm. I almost want to be like, here's my WWE pick, here's my New yeah. Japan pick. Um, And a lot of those, you know, and yell at me if you must, a lot of those WWE still triumphed because I still feel like that is of the year. Like, okay, so for example, my pick was almost AJ Styles till the last yeah. minute. Um and then, oh, hang on. I, I ended up going with Braun Strowman. Yeah. Just because I was like, like the
1: guy had did have a phenomenal. This year. this is the year, man. Yeah.
0: He just he has mm-hmm. knocked it out of the park. Yeah. He has defied odds. He has mm. re like he has redefined my concept of a monster build. Sure. Um a- and that's after he like, he, he like, proved himself to be like the exception for everything that we complained about. Yes. Monster builds. they did it
1: by the book <laughs> that we hate for him, and it worked
0: well. And then like he had a monster build on top, like he had his squash the Jobber monster build yep. last year, yeah. And so he just had like a monster build on top of that, <laughs> squashing yeah. Roman Reigns, and we could always <laughs> get behind that, and it worked. You know, um, the guy has the guy has cemented himself mm-hmm. as a mainstay in the main event scene yeah. like nobody since The Shield has. Yeah. And believably so. Like,
1: it does not feel like they're forcing no. at, at all. And honestly, like, this was one of the hardest years I've had in a while to pick superstar of the year. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, this Which was, is a good feeling yeah, to have. This was, like, one of the best years to be a wrestling fan across the board. Like, WWE, mm-hmm. you know, New Japan, anybody. Because, uh, honestly, I can't even fault, I think it was Rolling Stone pick yep. the miz as their wrestler their superstar of the year or whatever cuz again like as a character he's had a phenomenal year. Oh yeah. He has an amazing year.
0: Well, and if if we split up to face the year heel of the year, I would be yeah, hard pressed not to pick miz as yeah. heel of the year. He's um, such a
1: good jerkhole.
0: Yeah, but I, I think, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that any of these three, AJ yeah, uh, Strowman or Kenny Omega is is a very valid choice.
1: Uh, so female superstar of the year. Uh, Chip and St- well, excuse me. Uh, Christine picked Charlotte. Okay. Uh, Chip picked Alexa Bliss. Okay. I'm more inclined to go with Alexa Bliss out of theirs. Uh-huh.
0: Personally, I picked uh, Oscar. I don't see how you can't go with Oscar yeah. for this. I mean, Oscar was my pick. Like, um, yeah, we're still kind of waiting
1: to see exactly what she does on the main roster, but the fact that they haven't messed her up yet,
0: well, is impressive. If you just look at her career in 2017 yeah um it just if if we had a you know again she might she would probably be my you know wrestler of the year yeah if it wasn't gender split um she's just had yeah non-stop incredible build mm-hmm. um has delivered in every single match yeah even like the ones that were like oh this is just so She's technically on the card, and... <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but she's just... I mean, like, her match with Emma, which was the most, like, oh, I guess she's got to be on the card. <laughs> but it was incredible. And then Emma got fired, and... <laughs> yeah. like What's his name? Actually,
1: like, he did make a pretty accurate tweet, but timing, dude. Mm-hmm. You and you're employed by WWE. Like, come oh. on, know the room. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tag team. It's a new... This is a new category for us. We usually don't have a tag team of the year, but it seems so obvious. I don't know why we didn't do it before. Yeah. Uh. So... Good job, Joel. Thank you. Uh Steen picked New Day. Okay. I mean, they're Not always the gonna be wrong in the running. Yeah, they're always gonna be in the running. Chip picked Usos. I also picked Usos just because again, like they we hated them so, so much. much. Yeah. With their old like Uso crazy characters, mm-hmm. you know. And they have done such a one eighty. Um while still feeling like, you know, them like themselves. Like It it still feels organic, Um, probably more so than the Uso crazy characters, and then maybe that's why it resonates so much, is just they seem so comfortable and solid in this new version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, their matches have been incredible, especially with New Day.
0: Oh yeah, no, I picked the Usos as well, and to their credit, Mm -hmm. um, the reason this category now exists is because... You know, going through everything, I was like, I need to make sure I say wonderful things about the Usos, yeah. and then realized we don't have a tag team yeah. of the year category, uh-huh. uh, we're just absolutely the like, Usos again,
1: because me and you, like, we will point out when we hate something or someone, yes. but you know, it is also important on when those same people improve. Mm-hmm. We need to recognize that, and I feel like yeah, this is the perfect way to do that with Usos. Yeah, because um, for a while they were, they were
0: wrestling, they were tag team us. Yeah, and I don't. <laughs> and you got can, the stink eye from i did yeah i was, I was, I I was all, like you when, uh they I, were
1: in greensboro last for raw you, like joel was just like wanted to get in on people booing <laughs> usos and so you did and he's this child in front of you looked like she just like in five seconds aged 20 years and just <laughs> just slowly looked
0: behind her like and locked I, eyes with joel and no, joel like I, I felt the shame like, yeah and, and I want to, if that little girl is somehow listening to this podcast, like... Don't, not, hey, not that I'm sorry, because they, they were terrible back then. <laughs> like, I'm, like, not don't gonna, you I'm not going to say I was wrong to boo them. But if you saw something in them that I somehow didn't, it's out now. They, that same that same kid probably hates them now. <laughs> I wouldn't even put it past oh, yeah. them. Yeah. Well, and again, I don't have exact numbers in front of me, but the Usos feel like the workhorse of the WWE this Absolutely, year. Absolutely, yeah. Just they were on so many shows, um, mm-hmm. wrestled not, you know, not just quick matches. They would wrestle long matches, elaborate matches. Um, and Lord, their, their tag team match in a cage mm-hmm. in
1: Hell in a Zell was fantastic.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, no, I definitely go with those Usos on this one.
1: All right. Match of the year. We probably should do that one last. <laughs> like, but we'll go ahead and do it. All right. All right. Um, Which one did you
0: ultimately end up going with? Well, oh, I guess Steen
1: go. did KO versus Shane
0: at WrestleMania. No, no at, it, it was. I'm at,
1: assuming it was the the cell match. Yeah, uh, and then Uso or Chip said Usos a new day at SummerSlam, which was the kickoff show. and I and I, I will say this: <laughs> it was the kickoff show, and they you could tell all those all of them were pissed about yes. that. If, and so they brought a little extra. on I will that say match. if we had a kickoff show
0: match of the year, yeah, there you go. <laughs> like that's 100%. the one.
1: Uh, I went with Okada Omega one. Okay. The first one.
0: I came so close mm-hmm. to doing the UK Championship at NXT TakeOver. It, that wouldn't have been a bad choice. That like, would not have been a bad choice at I came, all. I came so so close. Mm-hmm. I was like I wanted it to be that one so bad. If it wasn't going to be an Okada Omega match, it mm-hmm. was going to be that. Like but like I I had to at the end I had to be like I'm doing this cuz mm-hmm. I'm bitter about like like mm-hmm. I'm doing this because I don't want it to be. Yeah. Like I and and it was Part of it's because like everybody's gonna pick one from this trilogy, yeah. And I want to be like, I want to highlight And so part of that's like, I still want to highlight how good this that match. UK that it's incredible, yeah. Um, and even their follow up match was, and, and was amazing. Watching as well. it, I was so excited that I was like, I get to pick a WWE match, yeah. Um, and I don't know if that makes me a WWE mark, right? Um, which like, okay, if it does, it does. Um, but like, I have to go. With the, the what you went with, Okada omega one, yeah, specifically one, specifically one, okay. and I, and I still like, I yeah. feel like I hate saying like, yeah. oh, the best match was four days into the year, everything else, but it was, yeah, but it and was. again,
1: and it, it wasn't just the match because the second one at Dominion was was incredible, and then technically on Melter's scale, it w- it was like what, yeah, he rated half a star or something, yeah, better? he
0: rated, I think both of them higher than this first one,
1: yeah. 3 i it was fine it was good it had that payoff of omega finally beating mm-hmm. uh okada but it wasn't a championship match you know yeah. so that's like the one little dig in that one which i guess adds more drama to you know to their feud um but the, but the first one is just the setting and like i said before the stakes of it yeah. they were putting so much trust you know in these two guys and it just seems so unlikely that this would even happen, especially with Omega being, you know, a Gaijin. Like, it felt
0: so unlikely, but it happened, and then they took it and just yeah, ran p- with it. So part of it is, and again, every mm-hmm. every reason I could come up to not pick this mm-hmm. boiled down to, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> which means at that yeah. point, I have to, like... And it was like,
1: and, and, and again, the difference between the first one and the second one as far as, like, picking which one's which is really nitpicky. It is. You know, it's setting like you said with the the rainmaker they built it up a lot better in the first one where the second one it was just rainmaker city Mm -hmm. um to me
0: it comes down to watching mm -hmm. that match you realize you're watching the arrival of something yeah and at the time watching it i don't know if it's you know these guys. Mm-hmm. If it's one of them, or both of them, or if it's specifically a feud, or if it's all of New Japan yeah. in and of itself. But watching that match, you are ri- watching the arrival of something, yeah. and that is a very rare thing. Yeah,
1: and it felt so much bigger than that than that yeah. match. And so, like,
0: yeah. <laughs> so and the fact, and again,
1: the fact that all this was happening, and the match lived to, up to expectation and
0: beyond. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, there um, was no other. And I will say, this is the last thing that I chose. Like, because I had to go back and watch all of these matches again, yeah, um, and and I watched all of them again. And so on my list, I write y'all. I don't even know. Like, it it still took me a couple of days of just like processing before mit- picking it. But like, at the end of the day, I, it has to be that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, video package of the year. I felt like I probably should have explained this one better to Chip because <laughs> right. uh, Chip was the only one that that picked and he's just said the Ric flair 30 for 30 stuff so i'm guessing he (laughs) meant the 30 for 30 documentary Uh, which like all right (laughs) so espn gets a classy (laughs) from chef congratulations espn you made it to the big time (laughs) yes um but actually uh video (laughs) package of the year i gave it to the nakamura takeover san antonio it was kind of like a uh you know His journey in WWE, kind of retrospective. Mm -hmm. I believe, yeah, it was the last his last it was his last NXT thing before NXT takeover. Yeah, so I don't know. I think you had said something along the lines of like, like when we watched it live, like you were really into it. Uh huh. And
0: yeah, you're right. It's not a bad pick. I mean, it's it's a good pick. Um, but I I hear now you're going to tell me how I'm wrong. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm actually not going to tell you how you're wrong. Okay. Because my my issue with going back and picking and Mm -hmm. for this one is it there it is it is a problem that it was not that that i couldn't pick undertaker versus roman reigns right it is an issue that we are not selecting that one without question yeah this is undertaker's potential retirement we're assuming retirement we're watching this video under the assumption that it's his retirement match yeah and the fact that that Video package does not evoke that emotion, yeah. Is an issue, yeah. And it comes down to um, they, they, they didn't have anything to work with, they had so little to work yeah. with. Um, I watched that over the past week, I must have watched that video package four times mm-hmm. trying to justify
1: it not being, being
0: able to pick it, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's got to be done, it's The Undertaker's retirement, yeah, from WrestleMania mm-hmm. after all these years. It this has to be the video package of the year, yeah. and it's just not. Um, maybe they'll get it right whenever he gets in the hall of fame <laughs> i guess well and like watching it part of that is like so go back and watch mm-hmm. that because I, I almost want to you the, to, the promo the the uh the package leading up
1: to their match yes at mania
0: um i want you to watch that and and watch this build up to this roman does not get touched like like there is no physical danger for roman mm-hmm. this entire thing he attacks Undertaker, he spears Undertaker, that yeah. footage is in there. All of Undertaker's offense mm-hmm. video is footage from older WrestleManias. Right. Uh, and just, just Roman looks so safe, so untouchable. So yeah. and 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 it just kind of it makes Undertaker look weak. Hmm. Um and, and so, and and part of it is like, okay, there is that genuine issue. Undertaker yeah. is an older guy. Undertaker v- can't go like yeah. he used to be able to. And that would have been an issue, or that that would
1: have been a good thing if Undertaker came in as like an underdog and actually
0: like overcame that. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: yeah. Then it would be fine. You know, but but yeah, that it doesn't do anything to invoke well. And, sort of and part of it or- is like
0: what these video packages are supposed to do mm-hmm. is. Um, it's overcome that yeah. is we we talk about the brilliance of some of this editing. I almost, you know, was picking at one point the Alexa Bliss versus Bailey yeah. Kendo Stick on a pole match because terrible match. That video package <laughs> it makes it, it look, look like they yeah. are main eventing WrestleMania. Made it look so much better than what it was. Like, and yeah. I was like, that's what these things should do. Mm-hmm. That needs to sell all of these. Um, but then it was just. It's so frustrating that it's not that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so what did you pick? I ended up picking um Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg okay. going into WrestleMania because that one did so much of what this other one didn't. Part of mm-hmm. it is Paul Heyman narrates the entire well, there, thing. Yeah, that, um, which is not a bad way to go. No, or no. Um he does his classic Paul Heyman fantastic job, mm-hmm. but it builds on the history between these two guys. It builds on Goldberg winning a hundred and seventy plus matches undefeated. Mm-hmm. Um, it builds on him never losing. Um, it builds on Brock and them and him facing all those years ago, uh and you know, when they both retired. Yeah. Quote unquote. Um and, and so it builds on their separate parallel histories, it builds on the feud that they have had you know, since they both came back, um, it takes this stupid fantasy warfare catchphrase concept (laughs) and turns and like, and so Paul Heyman's narrating this thing, fairy tale style Mm -hmm. where he's like this great warrior versus the, you know, but with every great warrior and the story comes the beast and you're like, all right, I'm weirdly getting into this bedtime (laughs) story that Paul Heyman's telling me. Um, and it just, it does so much to build both of these guys. Um, Mm. And again, you know, you gotta throw 80% of this to Paul Heyman, who I'm assuming they just like put a camera on and was like, right. maybe just talk. talk. Yeah. Um, but as he's telling this, they both feel like the underdog. Yeah they both feel like the impossible, you know, object that the other one needs to overcome. And that's, you know, that's how you hype a match. There you go. Yeah. And it, that that was just that was what I thought. And and again. Putting it back to back to this other WrestleMania thing, I was just like that. That that's what a video package needs to be. Yeah.
1: So now we got to wrestling event of the year. All right. It used to be pay per view of the year, but you know, you wanted to include like takeovers and anything that's gone on the internet. And we also
0: technically don't know what a pay per view is anymore.
1: Yeah. So uh, Chip has says has said WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, he was the only one that answered on that one. Um, I went with. I went with Takeover War Games. Really? Yeah. All right. It was just a fun pay per view or a fun event. Like, you know, first of all, I you can't really find a bad match on that card that, or at least a match you didn't enjoy to some capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like a lot of those matches. It's supposed it had a surprise, or it felt like a surprise. A fantastic match with Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream, and then you you know you introduce or reintroduce this new. This match and this new version of the match that we hadn't seen before with War Games. And you talk about delivering. Like, that match delivered on so many levels. Um, So it's just so fun. Like, it's probably already, you know, because it hasn't really, it was only, what, November? Mm -hmm. Probably the show that I've gone
0: back and rewatched the most this year. Yeah. Okay. You know, I actually picked uh, Wrestle uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11. All right. I mean, again,
1: that was the hardest <laughs> decision for me, was between those two. Right. You know? And I just, I had to look at, like, the show as a mm-hmm. whole. And again, Wrestle Kingdom 11 as a whole was fantastic. It was. But for some reason, TakeOver Games well, just hit and, me somewhere, you know? I
0: mean, and that's totally fine. That's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Um, Wrestle Kingdom 11, just for me, part of it was, it was the the beginning of what New Japan has done this year. Yeah. And, and. Part of it echoes back to what I was saying about Match of the Year. Um, it was, you know, there's so much in that match, mm-hmm. but even expanding out to a whole show, it, it felt like, and Wrestle Kingdom 10, 9 were fantastic, yeah. were great. Um, but 11 to me felt the first time as a full show yeah. of other people can put on WrestleMania. Right. This, mm-hmm. this is WrestleMania, this is the top of the line caliber. Mm-hmm. matches presentation style sure whatever you want to call for it this mm-hmm. this as a show and this is we can put on this show too and we're here to play mm-hmm. and so that you know
1: yeah, i mean I, I can't argue no against it. <laughs> no you'd be a fool too yeah uh so spot of the year uh chip <laughs> chip this just sounds mean <laughs> but cesaro in his tooth ac- accident <laughs> like chip come on dude uh and then um both me and Christine said the same thing. All right. Uh, the Hell in a Cell Shane with uh, Sammy coming in pulling out Kevin Owens. Like again, like obviously it's gonna be a contender because the Shane jumping off something. Yeah, you know. But that added like surprise that none of us saw coming was you know Sammy Zane coming to, to pull, pull Kevin Ow- Owens out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I don't really like how that storyline has gone now. But it was such a good jumping off. point. It was, a, it was point, a great moment. You know? it was a great moment. Sorry, God, that was another bad pun jumping off point. <laughs> um, but it, it was such a good surprise that yeah. like the initial camera angle, you had no idea until it was actually happening. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you see the reverse idea or the reverse camera angle. Like it looks like Sami Zayn was standing there the entire like entire time. Like how long was he there? You know. Yeah. Um,
0: I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Part of what. Kept me from picking that was. Mm. Do I want to pick Shane yeah, jumping off a thing that, and that, again. That's the part where
1: I just I didn't like that I was picking that again, but um, that was yeah. And,
0: and so like again, I was like kind of going back and forth, mm. and I'm like, all right, which one? You know, what can I pick? Yeah. That that got the reaction because I'm like, oh, I don't want to pick Shane jumping off a thing. Was it the KO headbutt? It was the KO headbutt. There we go. It was that was my like my number two. Was <laughs> I was like just the 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 shock and the uh yeah. And I don't get that a lot Mm -hmm. like especially in pg um wwe i don't get that like and honestly i did when cesaro's tooth came out yeah but that was an accident yeah and so just for and then that one just it got worse when you found out
1: more details that you Mm -hmm. know his teeth actually like were jammed inside of his yeah Gums in his jaw, like
0: ah no. So, but yeah, the, the KO headbutt, mm. just him
1: headbutting Vince, a seventy year old man, and and Vince just a seven year old billionaire owner of a yeah com- of the the company that he works for,
0: and you know that you know Vince had this like you better headbutt the crap out yeah. of me if you if I get the inclination that you're just holding the fact, back. yeah he was he, he was like just, get, um, like just telling him to get on with it, and part of it is like Sigh. I w- w- our, our, Examples of crazy Vince have yeah. gotten more and more rare, but because of that, more and more special. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to be able to be like, God, Vince is like, I have so many issues with him, but he is a madman. <laughs> He's a just a lunatic. Uh,
1: Storyline of the year, uh, Chip is the only one that answered. It was Bron- Ron versus Roman, uh, okay. simply because it was lasted the entire year and never got you know tired of it. And that's the same reason why I picked it as well. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah. All right. Again, like it was weird <laughs> it was weird that it like took that weird like that WrestleMania month break. break. Yeah. But the fact that they were able to pick it up and it'd still be so believable and so into it and, mm-hmm. and for some reason kept it fresh. Like it was so impressive.
0: I really assumed that you were gonna pick the festival of friendship. <laughs> Storyline of the year? Yeah. Well just the whole like best friends festival of friendship. I think I
1: think it's because I picked I picked that last year. Because uh, oh, the, they like the bulk of their, you know, uh-huh. of of the KO of Jericho friends. stuff wasn't the year before. Yeah, because uh, the festival of friendship wasn't until I think it was February.
0: Yeah, it was February leading into WrestleMania. Yes, because
1: I was talking it up to everybody when we went
0: out to dinner for my birthday. Yes, <laughs> so it was just like end of February. So I. I assumed you didn't pick that. Yeah. It made me really comfortable not picking it because I was like, we'll talk about that because Chris will pick it. And we'll say it was a good thing. What did you do? I picked uh, the Kingslayer storyline with Seth okay. Rollins. That's just part yeah. of like, Especially,
1: some... especially, the, uh, especially the, the involvement of the TakeOver. Mm-hmm. You know, it was such a, like, that almost got moment of,
0: like, spot of the year almost for me. Yeah. Sometimes it's just, it's such a, sometimes doing it straight down the middle, telling the story, in, the way you're supposed yeah. to tell it, if you do it right, and it you, was the storyline we all saw coming, like, yeah, for months thinking, and almost not, a year
1: beforehand. Yeah, not
0: a not a surprise in there. Like the the way the beats happened, the way there was like that one final mini boss that he had to take over mm-hmm. before he could finally face Triple H. Mm-hmm. Um Like we all saw that. Like the like once Triple H
1: came out and rigged the that that Universal Championship match for Kevin Owens. We knew where oh, that. You're like, oh, like the moment that was. Yeah,
0: the, so he hits that, and you're like, "Well, I guess they're fighting at WrestleMania." Like,
1: well, you know, he attacked Roman too, but he's already had a feud with Roman at WrestleMania, so I'm guessing this leading to, sh- to uh, 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 Seth. Yeah, yeah. it's um, not a bad
0: choice. And yeah, just just you you can yeah. paint by numbers mm-hmm. is a little too insulty for what I'm yeah. trying to say, but like if if you do the storyline yeah. well, if the wrestling is good, mm. if the characters have yeah emotional. Investment into it, mm-hmm. it, you pull off a great storyline. Yeah, um, and it was one of the highlights heading into WrestleMania. It was like, this I'm investing this. I'm ready to see this. Yeah, it was it was the right amount of delay, the mm-hmm. right amount of buildup to the payoff, which is a tricky thing to hit. The, yeah, we, there's so many times where I'm like, why are you doing this so fast? Why are you rushing this? And then there's other storylines where you're like, why will you not just let this end? This yeah. die. Um, and it just it hit this right balance of how long mm-hmm. the payoff and was a yeah. good solid storyline for me
1: but the same reason i didn't pick uh ko and jericho was the same reason you didn't pick change up and off the cell you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's just i I don't know i don't know how I feel about picking it two years in a row uh diva of the year uh which I-
0: this is chris's choice <laughs>
1: Christine picked Dolph Ziggler. I'm assuming because he just decided to drop and drop the U.S. title and walk away. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Chip picked James Ellsworth. <laughs> so they're they're getting the concept of what I'm going for for Diva of the Year now. Uh, my Diva of the Year was okay, in- but this this is the
0: thing. You you are mm-hmm. knocking Ryback off the Eternal Diva of the Year list. Yeah. All right. So this is worth it. Enzo. Really?
1: All the backstage stuff. <laughs> Him getting kicked out and yet he's still like you know. Yeah hear about him like talking loudly on the phone, like always like uh uh like really rubbing in on how much money he has and mm-hmm. all the cool stuff that he owns and getting kicked off the bus by Roman and he's still I think to this day he's still not allowed to be in like the, the dressing
0: room for yeah. everybody. So you get to pick, and I said I was gonna abdicate it to you. I totally would've picked Sexy Star. See that's
1: that's not even a diva thing. That is just that is a psychotic human being, who should not be in, who should not be booked, at all ever. Yeah, PSA: don't book her. If yeah, you, if you have that power over anything, yeah, she should not be in a ring with another person's life in her hands that you're trusting her with. I
0: also very cl- was very close to giving her downfall of the year. Yeah, which like
1: yeah, go nuclear with that one. Um I mean, again, not a bad pick for because like even like her reasoning behind it is so just yep. icky. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I fully I'm fully behind that. Do you think Enzo is a good enough choice to continue that
0: <laughs> for, that yeah, for another year? I mean, like I, I like I, all that all the backstage stuff that you heard about. You were you, like, you are not wrong. Okay, I will say that I I still feel like Ryback Enzo, might have been the perfect one to yeah. like walk off sure. into the sunset with
1: Enzo. Like nobody complained about like their paychecks on Tumblr. <laughs> And that's one notch, you know, one notch down from Ryback's winning season last
0: year. Yeah.
1: But he's, for me, he's, I don't know. He's not LeBron James, but he might be, I can't think of another basketball player. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. <laughs> that's the perfect way to end that analogy. Uh, most improve. Uh Christine picked. I guess she couldn't pick one, so she picked Bobby Roode or Roman with the fan bases. She specifically said, "All right, it's like yeah, I see, I see where she's going." Okay. Chip picked Jason Jordan. <laughs> you guys, you guys, we're gonna have to talk about this later, off, <laughs> off microphone. Um, uh, but most uh, improved, right. like f- for me, it was no like there was no
0: there was nobody else. It was Strowman. It was Stroman. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, you didn't pick Stroman. No, Stroman was also my pick last year. He was. Yeah. I think
1: uh, actually, I think he was
0: my pick last because year he too. totally deserved it last year. Yeah. But the thing is, but he totally he has is, continued to yeah. improve leaps and bounds from who he was at the beginning of the year. Is he going? Let's see if he gets a threepeat. That was like I don't know I don't see how. How possible? I don't know if he can because Unless most he's improved like, has to talk about where you start the beginning of the year, and he is starting. He's starting as my superstar of the year this year. Yeah, which again we can't say is a bad pick. So so far now he ha- he would have to be beyond superstar of the year next year to be able to get a most improved 3 threepeat.
1: Well, he doesn't have a championship now. If he ends the year with every <laughs> championship from both shows plus the women's titles <laughs> and wins this mix match thing,
0: like it's possible. I'm just not gonna hold my breath. But yeah, it just he he is. The most improved to see his improvement from January to December. I don't think anybody has yeah made the leaps and bounds that he has. So even though he is yeah he was the most improved last year, he has continued to improve so far beyond my expectations.
1: Uh, downfall. Uh, Steen picked Enzo. All right. Uh, Chip picked Dolph. That's not a bad. No, I uh, like frustratingly. Well. We yeah, won't have okay. we won't have to have a conversation about that one. Um, this one hurts. I put Dean. Oh, really? What's your justification for that? It's just, uh, he was such, it seemed like for a while, he was just such a vital piece of the success of SmackDown, at least by the time you got to the beginning of 2017. Uh huh. You know, he was such a vital piece of SmackDown, and it fell by the wayside, you know, going into WrestleMania against, you know, um, what's his name? Baron Corbin, mm-hmm. and then got moved to Raw, and just they just didn't do anything with him, you know. So and honestly, like the way that they made it look, he was the weak he was the weak link of the Shield, mm-hmm. you know. And you know and I'm not I'm not even counting the injury because that's, that's you need that's to that's hear it like, over there. Okay, if the injury if the injury didn't happen, I would probably still pick Dean. I,
0: I would I would have more of an argument to say. But what about the Shield? And the Shield is this and this and this. Mm-hmm. If the injury hadn't happened. Not to say that the injury contributes sure, to his downfall, because sure. I don't think that's fair, no. mm. but it does give me Maybe less like, of a I, I can't point to put the shield as strongly as I feel like I could sure. otherwise. Yeah. Um my pick was Bailey. It's
1: not a bad pick. I just just yeah I mean And again, like she started off, you know. I, first I, of all, I I, 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 I hesitated
0: <laughs> on picking her because the some of it was like, oh well what's her fault and what's just People unfairly souring on what she's always done, right? Um, but, but then part of it is like, well, it's always your responsibility to be able to read a crowd and recover and just change up something or
1: do something, mm-hmm. you know, to turn the tide. Um, and just it—it it feels like I can't disagree with it. It, it feels like Bailey. I hate was, it, but I can't. Disagree I know with I hate it, yeah. it too.
0: Um, but and I, I, you know, I feel like I've soured as well, and I'm not. Relishing in that, and let's all boo Bailey together. But I just I feel like my excitement for mm-hmm. her career and her future mm-hmm. has shrunk considerably. Absolutely. Um. So it just just yeah, it bums me out. That one always bums me out a little bit because it's so often somebody that I was like had such high hopes for.
1: Yeah. All right. So for the Mark Henry Memorial Award, and again, that's reminding everyone, uh, that is something that sounded awful but ended up being awesome. Now. Chip, Steen, and myself, all three of us, have the same answer for this. Right. I'm curious Let's to see, see if, if you were right. <laughs> if you, I, I kind of want to do like a one, two, three, say it at the same time. <laughs> just to see if we get like everybody. If we get like the whole thing. Okay. So on th- like one, two, three.
0: All right. All right. So one, one two, two, three. three. Fashion uh, files. No. Oh, I didn't pick fashion files. What? <laughs> I, not, not a bad choice. I, uh, I, Yeah, not a bad choice. I went Velveteen Dream.
1: Okay, that's not a bad thing. I was I was like that's
0: fine, that's fine, that's fine. And and part of that we we almost got a unanimous Sorry (sighs) Sorry But again I can't I can't Part of that was like I was so high on Patrick as as just like a wrestler and And then you saw that character And then I was like and I'm extra upset about that and the fact that it like and it it was not until his his match at the last takeover Mm -hmm. because I was like I was okay with it like it would have been like i don't hate it like yeah but what, seeing that i was like no nah, this is this is working this is clicking so mm. far beyond what it has any right to do absolutely uh so now but like no i can't argue against yeah. fashion files either
1: um the scene car award chip and steen both agree and it's actually a pretty good one and that is the women's money in the bank match that is, that is a good horrible one. that horrible, is a very good Again, one they they talked up on how much of a historic moment this is for the women's division, the women's evolution revolution, whatever you want to call it, and then you end the match with a man going up and getting the briefcase and handing it to a woman. Yep. Like,
0: oh, that felt so gross. Yeah. It's a great. It's a solid pick. I. It's yep. a it's
1: a great heel move. Mm-hmm. But do you really want to do that with your first one? Yeah. The first women's like, oh come on. Uh, for me, I put uh Jason Jordan and Kurt Angle. Okay, because like I I saw this as a big launching point for Jason Jordan. Like they're gonna mm-hmm. do such great things, and it's just been such a dud. Yeah, and like they can argue and say that this is what they're that's been their point all along for him to be a heel like that. And I'm like, no, you can only you can only play that card in the new day. <laughs> yeah, like you used that one up already. Yeah, you can't go with that again, even though it's been like three
0: years. Uh, son Car Award goes to Sister Abigail. Not about um, that this has been something that like has been teased and hyped. Mm-hmm. Since for for three years now, mm-hmm. maybe more, and just to be like, oh, and it's oh, it's also it's Bray Wyatt talking in a funny voice. Yeah, um, and I just I feel like that you could have debuted any, and like we talked about, it, it should have been Paige, but you could have debuted any female wrestler, um, with such yeah, you know, hype and with such backstory, all ready to go I mean, with such have, heat on her. You could have had that be Ruby Riot's debut. Absolutely, you know. Um, and just to like in with that to be like, oh, what if it's this? Uh, that just that reeks of lack of planning yeah. on anonymous GM level.
1: I will say this: when Chip and Steen sent me their picks, I was very tempted to change
0: it to agree with them because they they make a really yeah, good point. They make a very good point. Yes, I, I don't think they're wrong. I don't think I'm wrong either, though.
1: No, no, no. Same here. Uh, best return, uh, Chip and Steen both say Shield. Okay, uh, I did. Okay, best return. I was very it was, for the longest time. It was the Hardys at WrestleMania. Okay, like the crowd, the pop. It was amazing. Uh, I went with more the uh, emotional route, and I said Shabata at Dominion. Oh wow, the guy like kicked out of death. You know, he like. Uh-huh. I think now he's like just this week he said that the doctors gave him like an eighteen percent chance of surviving yeah. that injury, and the fact that he came out and he's just known as a machine like person that shows no emotion comes out takes one bump just for himself uh-huh. and gets in you know and then gets in his you know usual crisscross uh sit down in the middle of the ring and the fact that he even cracked a smile i was getting teary eyed like <laughs> he he smirked a little <laughs> you know it was just such a good moment yeah you know just the the fact that you you've seen with your own eyes the guy can walk again mm-hmm. that's fantastic so that was mine
0: i <clears throat> So for best return and worst return, okay, I went with the shield for both of them. (laughs) (laughs) You know what?
1: I can't argue against. And 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 then
0: this thing is like, (laughs) because honestly,
1: like I felt like the return, like the formation of the shield was kind of meh. Uh huh. But then, like when it got to the moment where like Seth and Dean finally got on the same page and they did like the shield thing at the same moment, and Mm -hmm. you saw the you saw the gift and you see the crowd behind them, I was like, holy crap, like. Like I felt something there, yeah. you know, and I didn't think I would, you know. And then you know, even when you got Roman in the mix, I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. And then you had you know, and weird like, smiley
0: <laughs> Uncle Kurt Angle. <laughs> so much of it is not their fault. Is no like sickness, is sickness, is and now injury is Wrong. Yeah. Um. But it it feels like the. Again, that that At moment. least they got one match against New Day. You right. Know? At least they had that yeah. much. But, like, th- there is that return moment of, like, this is it. This is the shield. Yep. It's the real shield. They're calling it the shield. And it's backpack. They're not mm-hmm. just, like, weird. We're together for one night only. They're making t shirts. Making t shirts. They're all wearing the gear again. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Roman's, like, wearing, like, a regular black, you know, vest now, yep. not
0: with his dumb logo on it. But then, like, it it just it feels like there's just miscommunication yeah. and just bumbling and like we're we're so close to all being together and uh it just it pains me but mm-hmm. the fact that like they fit in both yeah the best and worst return this year feels yeah. like i have to I have not to give a, them both awards that's
1: <laughs> not that's not a bad so i guess i'll just go ahead and go to the worst return uh they <laughs> Again, well, you're onto something because Steen also said Shield. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just didn't love how live up to how good it could have been. Uh, Chip said Kane. Uh, I didn't really feel strongly one way or the other with Kane. Yeah. Um. So you know, fine. <laughs> uh, I said the revival. They've returned like three times this year <laughs> and almost always immediately get injured <laughs> or immediately get put on main event or something. Yeah. Like they made a big deal about them returning last like two weeks ago. And they weren't even on Raw the next week. Yeah, you know, so they're better than that. <laughs> um, um, so
0: who we got next the
1: best turn. <laughs> uh, Steen Is, said Matt Hardy. I'm guessing the turn into to woke. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and then uh, Chip said AJ and Sami Zayn. I couldn't remember if AJ was a heel at the beginning of the year. I think he was. Yeah, that like he was a heel against John Cena. That's uh-huh, right. Yeah, yeah. That was more of a gradual thing. It didn't really feel like a overnight. And Sami Zayn, I that was like one of my that one of my picks. That's
0: a contender, but I mm. feel like it's a contender in a category where there's really only one answer. Um, I'm kind of tempted to
1: say mine as it's written, <laughs> but that would require <laughs> we, we, we you, need to, that would need require to maintain, you to bleep it. Yeah,
0: it's like we need to maintain the classy rating.
1: I just because okay, I hate him, <laughs> but it was a great turn. I literally wrote because I couldn't, like, my fingers just, when I was typing this on my computer, just would not let me type anything else. And that bald, blank, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, it's Ciampa. <laughs> yeah, like, the fact
0: that we're still
1: angry about it, and it's been, like, what, ten months?
0: Well, he is, he is... No, it's hasn't been that long. No, it's not been that long. But it it is the crowning moment in a year that has been defined by the end of friendship. Right. Yeah. The destruction, and of- this wasn't even this wasn't even the first one. No, you know, but it's the it's the defining one. And he, oh my god, even think even thinking back on the festival
1: of friendship, you know, you know, with the, you, Jericho getting his face smashed through the the TV, mm-hmm. and the fact on Twitter, like the next day, you had Tommaso Ciampa like holding up their big HD TV, <laughs> and, and Gargano in the picture looking like he's like talking them off, uh-huh. like maybe I should be worried now. Maybe <laughs> I should do this before, like you do it to me. <laughs> It was so funny, and then I'm thinking back at it. And I'm like, "That's literally what he did." <laughs> <laughs> it was just, oh my goodness, how dare you, a How dare you, Choppa, attack your perfect little boy, Johnny Gargano? Oh, he's no, it, it's, so. No, oh, he's so. And coming, part of it is like he's so coming back and at Takeover Philly, and he's going to just ruin things
0: for Gargano. <laughs> part of it is, it's such a standard again paint-by-numbers, not as an mm-hmm. insult, but paint-by-numbers, you know, he'll turn tag-team split up. Yeah. It's how you do it. It's, you know... It's just something extra about this one, yep. you know? I don't know what it
1: was. And like, maybe it was, like, you know, people posting photos on Twitter of Gargano or uh, Ciampa, like, sitting, you know, crisscross or sitting, like, at the edge of the announce table, and they're saying, like, the show ended, like, 15 <laughs> minutes ago. He's still standing there just staring at Gargano.
0: Yeah. But it's just... It, it was done so cleanly. It was done at the exact right time, and again, timing is everything yeah. in this. It was done at the right time. Mm-hmm. This tag team was at the exact right moment in their tag team career for this turn to have the impact that it did. Yeah, it was just it was solid storytelling, and emotional, gut punch. Yeah. So for worst turn,
1: worst turn, Chip picked uh, Enzo, and okay. I would argue like he had one of the better turns honestly but that honestly that might not really be because of him it's more because of Neville mhm and just Neville was just his turn was just as great and it was so short lived yeah you know um so i don't know i would i would disagree with that uh i picked dolph just cuz that dumb record scratch
0: <laughs> mostly yeah um i picked jason jordan because i'm not sure if he's turned or not it's still confusing to me well by that
1: well by that aspect, we should pick
0: Roman every year. though. <laughs> well,
1: okay, R- R- Roman is Schrodinger's heel.
0: Roman is. They will argue, yeah, whether you agree or not. They will argue is intentionally a tweener. Um, okay, yeah. he, he is getting, but like, I, and 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 it's like I know how I feel and I know how you feel mm-hmm. and we'll fight about it. Sure, but with Jason Drone, I'm like. I'm confused. <laughs> do I don't I don't know what it, I'm it supposed to like, do
1: and it felt like they were like really leaning towards the heel thing and then they kind of backed off of it now that he's tag team chance with Seth.
0: Yeah. And it's just it's such it they're, they're waffling on it so much yeah. and um and it feels like it changes mid-match sometimes. Mm-hmm. It is And uh, talking about like if it's a turn that I like or dislike is not what I'm going for here. But I, I point to the Champa Thing as a perfect heel turn. Not yeah. perfect, but like as, as an ideal heel turn, as something to, yeah. you know. To get from extreme like to extreme. Yeah, this, it, like, it, like. to set your textbook by yeah. is doing this. Um, and Jason Jordan is such a bad example of it mm-hmm. because it's muddied everything. It's left me befuddled. I don't know, I don't know how you even want me to feel. So I can't decide if you're doing a good job or not. Yeah. Which just is, is a bad way to turn somebody if that's what you're doing.
1: No, you're right. Uh, final category is show of the year. Uh, again, I probably should explain that better to uh, Chip. Uh, he picked Hell in a Cell. All right. I, I, it's the best thing that has more than one episode of. Yes. That was our definition. I don't think I ever explained that to them. That's on me guys. Sorry. That's on Chris guys. Um, sorry. And for me it kind of came down to uh UK tournament cuz that was in January. Okay. And but I ended up going with the May Young Classic. That's a good pick. Yeah. Um when I thought about it, when it came down to like other like multi-episode stuff that at least WWE put on, they didn't really have a whole lot. Um
0: I thought about the Mayan classic. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it was the um, was the not Shane jumping off a thing again, where I was like, yeah. "I don't know, like I don't want to fall into the thing where I'm just gonna pick the summer tournament every year." Right. Yeah. Um, and part of it was the way that it was released with the like episode chunks, where yeah, which
1: just felt weird.
0: And and I'm glad that they tried it. Yeah. And I'm not even gonna say it was a bad idea. Um, They just
1: released it by round, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. but I ended up... It dumped a lot of wrestling on me in a time where there is so much wrestling Mm -hmm. um, where I ended up having to either skip and be like, well, I guess the next stuff's out. I haven't finished this round. I've only watched two episodes so far. I guess I'm going to watch the next round. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, So And so I felt like I didn't, especially a lot of the girls, or the women, sorry, Mm -hmm. a lot of the women who fought in the first... Round mm-hmm. who who lost in the first round, but this is still like their moment to get a bunch of eyeballs yeah. on them. I didn't get to see. I didn't get to get excited about them because I felt like I was running to keep the pace one, with yeah. the tournament. Um I ended up picking NXT. That was which, the other, only other which at the same time really. feels like a little bit of like oh of course you're gonna pick NXT. But they finished the year so and strong. that that's what it was. I was like maybe it's just because we picked these in December and their December was fantastic, a constant like. I mean, you're welcome, because I, was,
1: I made sure that you watched NXT this past month, so, you know, whatever. And again. <laughs> okay, so... This so the real, the real winner of this Classy <laughs> Award is me, but thank you.
0: This is going to fly in the face of everything I complained about the Mayan Classic. Yeah. <laughs> but part of what makes NXT so good is it's an hour long, so it's easy to catch up when I need to watch, like, three episodes in a row. <laughs> Wow, you're so hypocritical. You're so hypocritical. If someone out there would like to explain to me why that worked if for me different. for the NXT <laughs> and not for the May Young Classic, I don't have an answer. Right? I'm giving you all the, <laughs> I'm giving you all of the clues. Here's all the evidence. Yeah. You put together the reasoning. It's like a fun puzzle for the listeners, but a puzzle where like it doesn't really fit. <laughs> but just kinda. But it's a little loose. A little jiggly. <laughs> but, like, uh, all that is true. Like, this yeah. is this really helped with NXT as I was like, I, I am behind, but I can be, like, I can pow- power through a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and part of it might have been just, like, I didn't want the Mae Young Classic to get spoiled for me. Right. And, so you and, felt like you needed to go and, ahead and so it. And of so if I was behind, it. I had to just jump to the next stuff. Yeah. And the stuff that I missed, I missed. Yeah. And NXT felt a lot more, like, episodic. Watching it and Watching, enjoying it. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's fair. Uh yeah. May Young May Young Classic introduced me to Tony Storm and I can't
0: I can only. I'm only thankful for that. I'm not gonna say you're wrong for picking that sure. one. Sure. Um well, those that's are the, classies. Those are the classies. Um good picks this year. You know what? You too. I I, I don't I, I didn't really have a problem with any of your picks. No, I usually do. Yeah. You usually pick
1: something like you're so wrong. <laughs> this is the answer. Yeah, <laughs> but like most of our choices, like or most of our picks were like our backup choices. Yeah. You know,
0: at the very least. Mm-hmm. You know, or something we didn't even think or, of. Or if you, you, you know, really hit me with a surprise, yeah. it immediately made sense. Yeah. Felt. So, yeah, good picks. Good job this year. But you know what?
1: You know who we can make fun of?
0: <laughs> Chip <laughs> and Steen.
1: <laughs> Love you guys.
0: All right. Is there anything else this week? Uh, not that I can think of. Um,. Again, we should say that we are moving forward with the RumbleThon. Yes, RumbleThon, the
1: the Facebook event has been created. It is on the Classroom Entire Facebook page. Uh, Go on there. um, Read through. I've got a full description. I tried to describe it as accurately as I possibly can. I'm sorry if anything's unclear, and I will gladly answer any sort of questions. Please feel
0: free to post any questions. Yes. Um, We are a little bit making this up by the seat of our pants. Yes. Um, But, yeah, we we think we got it. I think we got it. Also,
1: interesting thing, because we kept talking about how I was going to do a 40-man rubble. Redownloaded downloaded uh, WWE 2K16, because it's the last one that I bought. They only go up to
0: 30. So we're doing a 30-man so man We're doing rumble. a
1: 30-man rubble.
0: Uh, but we are doing the Chris Gets Three Shots. Yep. We're going to take the best score. And, and that, again, and be the I, I've got
1: the link to... I did create an uh, Extra Life page for Class of Ring Attire. That is also on the Facebook event. Uh, if you just want to donate... You know, yep. we're not going to say no. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you yeah. don't want to do the the pledge thing and you just want to do a just a flat donation, by all means, please do. Please donate for a great cause. Yep. All um, proceeds are going to Duke Children's Hospital.
0: Um, regular plugs. As yes. always, you can follow us on Twitter at Sierra Attire, where we live tweet when wrestling happens. Uh, and if
1: you have any questions, comments, anything you want us to bring up on the show, if you have... Some classy picks that you still want to throw in there or your own thoughts about Wrestle Kingdom 12. Send that all to our email. That's classyringentire at gmail.com.
0: We're also on iTunes. Easy way to follow the podcast. Uh, You can subscribe, get an episode every single week. Give us a rating of... Five stars. Or write a review. That kind of stuff really helps out the podcast.
1: And uh, if you're listening to us on insidepulse.com,
0: leave us a comment on there. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, We're also on Facebook. Easy way to follow Chris. Easy way to follow myself. See what other kind of things we're working on. Um, Any of these... Is a great way. If you have anything about the Rumblethon, yep. Twitter, email, Facebook, it's it's all a great way that we can try to interact
1: and yeah. answer any questions you have.
0: Until next time, say classy and huzzah! Huzzah!